Alexandra here. I'd like to warmly welcome you to my podcast, Hope and Inspiration for People from Every Nation. I am so glad that you have tuned in today to listen. So today, I would like to talk to you about the importance of having faith in life and the importance of faith in a mental health journey. I've titled this episode, The Importance of Faith in Action. I will be posting two episodes today on this topic, and this one is the first. This episode is part one, the introduction of the importance of faith in action. In the next episode, part two, I will be sharing with you some of my life experience, including struggles and successes in my own life story and learning how to cultivate faith. Don't worry for all of you listeners who are not as emotional or deep as I am. There will be many practical points here in this podcast for you to be able to receive. Being an outwardly emotional person is not a requirement necessary in order to be able to listen and to receive what I am sharing. There will be many logical points in here too and practical application points besides me sharing my deep journey of wrestling through all of the emotions and questions that hardship and suffering brought up for me in life. I wholeheartedly believe that you came across this podcast today for a purpose and a reason. You finding this podcast wasn't a random accident. Maybe you find yourself needing to be reminded of the truth that faith is important. Maybe you have faith in your life and you want to validate the significance of faith to you. Maybe you want to behold how faith has shaped your own story and remember and reflect on where your faith thus far has brought you. Maybe you are struggling with self-doubt and doubt in general and the subject of finding faith interests you. Maybe you are curious on hearing about how faith has shaped my life in my story and you want to hear a story from someone who went from completely hopeless to walking in faith in action. Or you might be thinking, why or how does faith really matter? What the heck can I hope in or put my faith in these days? Or maybe you had faith, but then it disappeared and kind of vanished away because people and circumstances let you down or you feel like trauma has completely ruined your life and mental health forever. If any of these perspectives describes where you currently stand, I believe that this two-part podcast, both part one and part two, will be of great benefit to you in some way. So now I'd like to start off by saying that faith and spirituality being important concerning mental health isn't only my own personal conviction or idea. NAMI, N-A-M-I, National Alliance on Mental Illness is America's largest mental health organization, and they acknowledge that spirituality, religion, and faith can play a very key and important role in helping individuals live well with mental health conditions. As one who has struggled with several different mental illnesses throughout my lifetime, I wholeheartedly trust their research. As humans, we are constantly seeking for improvement and development. We hope for things to become better than they currently are. One of our greatest dreads is to just feel stuck because we are wired to delight in progress. We delight in steps taken forward and we are not fond of steps taken backwards. We love growth. We love having a growth mindset and we love seeing the results of growth. We love transformation. 
and we want our mental health and our physical health to get to the dream state that we want it to be overnight. However, transformation is a process. A journey to health and well-being is a process. Therefore, it is wise to cling on to hope and faith today so that we don't give up and so that we can make it tomorrow to our goal. Faith first starts with the step before it becomes a lifestyle. One choice of faith leads to another choice to another. If we don't decide to make faith a choice for today, how will we have faith for a lifetime of choices? We have to start somewhere. The good news is that it's not too late to choose to have faith and to implement faith into your life if you haven't embraced it or if you don't have an action plan just yet. There are so many expressions of faith, and faith is not only mystical. One can have faith that working out leads to good heart health, so they invest into a gym membership, and then they start running because they have faith that their gym membership will get them to the achievement of their fitness goals. The gym membership is the platform in the context of setting the person on the health journey up for success, but in faith, They have to show up to the gym and to put in the work if they want to actually see change happen. It takes a step of faith first to believe that good heart health is possible before action is taken to actually embrace and engage in a cardio workout. Faith does not dismiss a need for embracing responsibility. Oftentimes, we can put our faith in God or a higher power and just pray and expect God to do everything and heal everything and make the wrong things right without taking any personal action steps forward. Now, I'm going to share with you a, a real silly example, but I'm sharing it to get a point across. So God isn't going to give you six-pack abs just because you prayed for them or you're dreaming about them or you're lusting for them. You're not just going to wake up with them without putting in the work. Sorry to break the news to you. But God can continue to sustain the breath in your lungs, which he loves to do so that you are capable of working out and achieving your goals. But if you want a six pack, it's time to partner with the grace that's been given to you to breathe and to move and time to start hitting those ab workouts real quick. So faith. Faith goes hand in hand with responsibility. Think of faith and responsibility similarly like peanut butter and jelly, like faith and responsibility go together hand in hand. Faith can be extremely practical. We can put faith in the food that we eat to produce a certain result that vegetables and protein will nourish us and that if we eat well, we will feel well. We can even put faith in dessert, let's just be real, in sugar, which activates the brain's reward system, the dopamine rush. We can put our faith in the reality of the sugar rush and the sugar high that we will experience if we have sugar. We oftentimes exercise faith even in a substance without even thinking that we are by drinking coffee in the morning upon our belief that it will energize us. So sometimes we actually walk in faith habitually without even calling it that or without even realizing it or naming it as walking in faith. So this is something that I have had to learn, that faith involves practicality. It involves practical action steps being taken. Faith is not only all about spirituality with no action involved, just expecting God to do everything and then never taking any responsibility for your life. Faith isn't living in a fantasy world, hoping that things will change, and faith is not an excuse for passivity. 
Faith does not mean always waiting for something supernatural to happen, just letting time go, tick, tick and by on the clock. Faith does look like trust, and it does look like action, but it doesn't look like wasting time. Have you ever heard the phrase, faith without works is dead? We are to have faith that our choices within our capability and control to make matter. We are also to have faith that our desire for our mental, physical, and emotional health matters even before our goals are reached. So what faith actually does is that it helps us to carry on. We need faith to know that things can get better and that things can improve. Faith helps us when our feelings are numb and we feel nothing or just empty. Faith helps us persevere. Faith helps us never give up. And oftentimes, the faith of other people can help us not give up and spark hope in us again if we find our faith non-existent or dried up. Sometimes, other people's faith perspective and optimism is our encouragement when we feel stuck in our own self-doubt or self-pity. So great. Now that I have shared this with you, I am sure that you are more self-aware concerning how you are choosing to walk in faith in your life or seeing the areas where you haven't been walking in faith yet, but you want to start walking in it. I am sure that your brain is now thinking of a goal or a few goals that you have for your mental health, physical health, or maybe even something regarding your relational health came up. I'm sure that you are brainstorming of how you can take personal responsibility towards getting some of your health goals and life goals met. You can choose and change what you eat if you need to. It is not too late to transition out of one habit and into another instead. I am confident that in your life, you will begin to start seeing what choices are within your control versus what is outside of your control. Success stories. Success stories are powerful to listen to, especially where people made a bold choice and they took a risk and they benefited from it. It is then and there that we can find motivation and faith in the transformation of someone else that has already achieved our goal to fire us up can fire us up. It can show us that it's possible. If someone else has crossed over to the finish line and we see it, the lie that it is impossible for us to get there, its power in our lives begins to diminish. It diminishes because our eyes have beheld what is possible. And then faith begins to occupy the space where doubt previously had residence. So guys, the biggest downfall I would say is probably comparison. I mean, if you look at magazines or if you look at the TV, like you can see people's appearance, people's bodies, the way that they dress, the clothes that they wear. And there can be such a temptation to compare ourselves to other people. And so even when we find somebody that's already achieved our goals, like we have to be careful that we don't begin to start resenting ourselves or resenting where we are at. But it's important to accept ourselves where we are and say, okay, like, yeah, like I'm not at this position that this supermodel is at, or I'm not at this position that this fitness model is at. I'm not there like I would like to be there. I would like to have upper body strength like them, or I would like to have abs like them, or I would like to be able to run as fast as this person. But you know what? It's okay that I don't because I will take responsibility And I will become healthy and I will become strong. So it's important that we have that positive self-talk 
like on the journey before we get to the goal. Because oftentimes we can just encourage ourselves at the end and say, yeah, like you made it. You made it to the end of your fitness goal. But we are to be our own cheerleader and encourager throughout the journey of meeting our health goals. Okay. So now... I'd like for you to take a moment to think of one area in which you want to walk in faith and responsibility and practically and set a goal for yourself this week. What have you looked upon as impossible? What area of your life are you ready for doubt to disappear and for your own self-limitation to be removed? What goal are you going to choose to believe is possible now that is not a fantasy that is unattainable, but actually a goal that you know can be within your reach if you simply decided to put in the effort. So I just shared with you some encouragement, and that was the pump up to cheer and to lift you up and to let you know that you've got this. I shared with you to remind you that there is hope for change and there is hope for growth. There is hope for health. There is hope for transformation. It is not too late to make a difference in an area that you have put on pause or procrastinated in. So I want to encourage you to take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Start each day with a deep breath this week. Okay. And I would just want to thank you. I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to Invest in yourself. That is something that is so important, especially if you are a person that just takes time to invest in other people or if you are involved with a helping, in a helping profession or a career where you're constantly serving other people and helping other people. Like, I want you to just think this week, take a deep breath and think this week, like, how can I serve myself this week? How can I benefit myself this week? How can I treat myself like it's my birthday? I want you to have that type of mentality. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to part one of my podcast episode, The Importance of Faith in Action. Now, part two is going to be the deep stuff and the real powerful stuff. So be sure to check out part two. It will be posted right after this episode that I share. It is something that you won't want to miss. Until next time. Take care.